and welcome to The Relevance of Now with William Linville. I'm Mike Connell, your host. This podcast is an opportunity where you may listen multiple times, and one time you might just feel how it feels, and another time you might listen for more understanding. Today, we're going to speak about your unique creator presence. Hey, Will. Hey, Michael. How are you, my good friend? I'm doing wonderful. This topic is, I feel, vital towards assisting us in really understanding ourselves and how we can feel the vibrance, the peace within us, and make that clear distinction of ourself, our presence, and our ego thoughts, our body, and everything else that's separate from us. We've released a podcast on the subject of who we are, and we're going to talk about it today from an additional level. As more distinctions we can make about this part of ourselves, I've found the easier it is for us to move towards it. And William, can you describe from a vibratory frequency level what you mean by our unique creator presence? Yes. At the source of it all is vibratory levels and frequencies in megahertz vibrating at the average of 73 million vibrational frequencies in megahertz per second. Now, it is that part, that light that goes beyond quadrillions the speed of light, that goes between space and time, goes between magnetics. It's kind of like going outside of magnetics, of that presence that even holds magnetics together. It is a presence that continues to emanate, speed up and speed up, making its way down through the ethers through the whole universe, even universes between universes, from your central sun intelligence, as that facet that you are of and as creator of all that is, the unique facet, that without that facet, creator as a whole would not be whole. And it's that part, if you could feel it right now, it's like all around you, fully engulfing you from the outside in, the inside out. It is that source that comes throughout each and every cell, each and every molecule, each and every atom, subatom, each and every neurotransmitter that goes all the way through the pleasure center of the brain, through the amygdala of the brain, of a total, complete, direct connectedness going through your central column of the body that's sustaining life within the body. It is that presence within yourself and through yourself as yourself that is even letting the body become animated. It's having each and every organ communicate with every organ, each and every ligament and tendon, bone, bone matrix, the vibratory levels in which the body operates, in which you emanate exponentially, that goes through the laws of attraction or distraction of what you're buying into at any given moment based in the emotional calibrational lattice work in frequencies and megahertz of collective consciousness, picking up identities. And it's the part of you that's coming through your whole body that's even questioning identities of what is it this, what is it that. It's actually feeding the core source of thought forms and your core source of having a mind and a body on this planet. 
is the part that is lighting up the body, lighting up the mind, lighting up your world. And then you as a mental, emotional level has got hijacked by uh, this is a reality, that's a reality and so forth and so forth. It's the part of you that's working with yourself to release the fist, grasped around all these ideals of self-images and these ideals of perceptual judgments, all these ideals of perceptual reality that are mistruths and untruths about yourself. It is that presence, it is that essence that's flowing through you, which brings you into the whole unveilment, unfoldment of the whole ideal of enlightenment. Enlightenment, in its simplest terms, it is to lighten up. It is to become enlightened from all the density, all the heaviness, all the harsh perceptional projected realities that you've taken in and taken on to perceive it to be who you are. Now, there's this light beingness. I'll just say the real you. The real you, the truth of you, the presence of you that is now uncoiling all those perceivable realities, harsh realities, on and on and on, to where it's like a spring uncoiling itself from the inside out, and of course, embracing you from the outside in, that's collapsing the mental bodies, the emotional bodies, the causal bodies, the subtle bodies, until eventually there's only one body that's called you. And when we are born, can you describe the process of this real self of us coming into the body and where it resides in the body? It goes from you as source consciousness, you as the unique facet that you are, that you go through the caves of creation. First, technically, you go through the halls of karma. You would pick up everything that you're coming in this time around to experience, to wake up to. And I say wake up to, to arise through and from. So then you go through the selections of the choice of three family monads, encouraged to pick the one that's the toughest to ensure that you're going to wake up to where we're not going back through, you know, the leave it to beaver family monads, Parcher's family, Brady Bunch, all these societal examples were coming through to pick the family monad that's going to ensure that you're not like pulled in into this big giant rate of codependency and neediness, blah, 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 to assist you as your own unique presence, your own unique frequencies, your own unique terms and tones about yourself that you come through the, the embodiment as creator arising through and waking up through vibratorily its own perceivable creation. So now we're coming in and we may not be your dad's apple of his eye or your mom's and blah, blah, blah. You come in feeling what I would say, maybe even a little bit awkward. There's you, there's the body, there's the mind, and then there's the outside world. There's vibratory frequencies and resonation, and there's vibratory frequencies of chaos. Now you come in, this is where you hear quite frequently, they're ones that have this family mode. I just don't know who the heck they are or what they're about. And I don't know what it is, but I always stand out. And, and I call it humorously the white sheep of the family. Because you're coming in more awakened. You're coming in to wake up even further, go into self-realization or just to realizing that you're not the falsivity of a self. 
that has been laid upon you, taught, projected, blah, blah, blah. And we're, we come into an infancy. We come of age, we go through adolescence, teenagehood, and all this other stuff to where now your journey starts to begin. And your journey is where, okay, I honor the mother, the father, siblings, and so forth, so forth. But still that inkling within yourself that I have a sense of not belonging. Well, it's kind of interesting, right? Because you're not belonging to the little world, the karmic pool, the pod of colorful consciousness, where you go beyond that. And now looking at it all for the outside in, seeing it all for what it is, but then purging and clearing the decks of all these ideals, all these personality traits that you picked up on with the perception that there is something wrong with you. In reality, everything is light and everything is right about yourself because you're not a part of the carnivorousness anymore. You're not a part of the animal kingdom anymore. You're not a part of carnality any longer. Now you're walking on the outside of all those little matrixes, monads, and hubs. Now we're moving into all that is, not just what's been taught, scolded, projected, good enough, not good enough, lovable, not lovable, worthy, not worthy, accepted, rejected, abandoned. Well, we were walking on the outside of all that because now we've stepped out of the small pool into the whole universe. And the rest is really unraveling. You're unraveling the gunk. You're unraveling all the perceptional thought forms, judgments, emotions, all those deities that have been taken in, taken on, and identified as a part of oneself. Now, all of that, if you could imagine, it's like a spring becoming uncoiled. All that structure is breaking down, breaking down. But at the same time, you're arising because remember, it's you as that unique presence, that, that unique creator consciousness that's now saying, all right, you know what? Pull up your bootstraps. Let's go. And it starts to crack through your central column going exponentially that breaks all this other little stuff away, integrating the higher and the lower. In the birthing process, at what point does this vibrancy come into the baby's body? At the end of the second trimester going into the third, there's that doorway right there that you start coming into the body. Before that, it's all nerves and all that, but this is where your essence, your presence, even your soul level starts to enter the body. And you start trying out the body, kicking the legs for some, moving the arms. For others, it's like coming into the body, feeling it out, feeling what I would say more of a sense of sanctuary and sanctitude in the womb. And you have, I guess I would say, up to maybe seven linear days for that. Then you start becoming more aware of your surroundings, even through the embryonic sac, where we're floating in all that fluid. And then where it's almost like the sac becomes smaller as you're becoming larger. And that's where you start identifying kind of like a crash course. Am I wanted? Am I lovable? Am I coming into a situation of joy or am I taking in and feeling? my father's, my mother's emotional issues, their constructs, and where you start making these big, giant, lifelong decisions about yourself through the subconscious of what matters, what doesn't matter, of 
coming in to make everything better, which is a huge undertaking because you're not your parents' marriage counselor and you're picking up on all the things that are not said, but there's times you're picking up on your mother's fears, your father's fears. You're making decisions that based on their fears that there's enough, there's not enough. And it starts these long linear patterns like dad wants a boy, mom wants a girl, and you're one or the other. So now we start a whole new journey within that journey of deciding what's safe, not safe, and then looking down at the genitalia and deciding, oops, there's something wrong with me or not. And you're feeling and picking up on all this, creating what I would call a hypothetic personality. And then that's, of course, as you're coming of age, affecting your behavioral mannerisms. And that's where we get to this point within our life stream. The lights go on. It's almost like what I would call a consciousness whiplash of all these clarifications and revelations within yourself, which we call awakening and ascending because you're ascending vibratorily because you're dropping all this baggage and all the ideal of all these baggages. And you're redeciding that, huh, none of that's about me. And where more of you are able to come in. And that's the uniqueness that you were referring to, right? More of us. Yes. And then, let's say, tossing all that stuff to the fireplace. Now we start a whole new journey of what you uniquely, personally enjoy. What you, it could be from sustenance to colors to environment to ways of life. This is where your uniqueness starts coming out of your own frequencies, your own tones. And then, of course, all of your prior live streams, you know, regardless of what part you played in a body on a planet, you've always received your rungs of honor that when you've stepped out of the body, you receive your rungs of honor specifically with certain frequencies, color essences, and tones that only add to your uniqueness, unique frequencies, vibratory levels, callings, radiances, the different unique light beingnesses in which you emanate, that only you and you alone have those specific signatures. And within the body, vibratorily, where does our unique self reside? There's two different parts. Number one would be the heart. And it's interesting. It goes through the veins, the venules, aorta, the right and left ventricles, and so forth, all the way through the pericardium. That's where I would say you reside. You're keeping that heart pumping. And then the other parts of you, that's dying off really quick, but the soul level part. If you look straight down at your body, like put your tilt your chin into your sternum looking down, you'll be right to the base of the sternum over to the right. That's where the soul level, but that is the record keeper from everything you've ever experienced from first separation to now. That's the part that you're pulling yourself out of now to where even the soul level in that area of the anatomy It's kind of cool because now you don't have certain preferences, other preferences, blah, 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 based in incarnational journeys. Now we're bringing a full circle back to you now without any of the soul level 
before the karmic lattice work was broken down the soul level that okay, we're going to come in, we're going to do this, we're going to blah, 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 experience this, experience that. We're going to try to reach a point of balancing out imbalances. So if I was carriage driver who ran over a family of six, great. Next time around, chances are I'm going to be one of the six. Now, that's balancing out imbalances and coming into perfected alignment with yourself. Many call it karma, dharma, all this fun stuff. Well, right now, it's really just clearing the slate bringing you fully back to you with all of your rungs of honor, your frequencies and your tones. But now the soul level no longer being like a gray storm cloud following you around. And while our words can be limited to describe this unique creator presence, what words can you use to describe this part of us? The best words I can use would be light, gold. I'll use the word love, but if you can feel love without definitions, love doesn't equal this, it doesn't equal that, you know, we bring it back to love just is. We can say your light rooms, because it is really you as creator connecting with the rest of the higher vibratory levels of oneself as creator, uniquely expressing through this physical form to where from here, there's no real definition. There's only that presence, presence of light, life force, vibrancy, radiance, joy, bliss, clarity, understanding, and unconditionalness and unconditionalness It's basically a place where there's no judgment. There's no looking upon our creations from a very individual state or a global state or from even a higher state that says, this is great. That's not great. This is blah. That's blah. No, it's more that love just is where you can oversee it without judging it and attempting to pick it apart, where at the source of your being, you know within yourself that darkness does not even exist. You know that the fabrication of darkness that even gives it the appearance of darkness is still particles of light at its source. With a lot of overlays for some, it may seem dark and spacious, great. The core of all of the particles within all of that perceivable spaciousness is still light with a little bit of an overlay. Can you see through that? You go through that? supersede and wake up to it all to where you find that everything is true particles of light. (laughs) I feel it. And that's the key. You just nailed it. You felt it. It's not a thought form. And that's why you're making that clear distinction of the presence. Yes. There's no boxes for it. Right. And we all can feel this within us when our bodies feel more dense. And if we're looking at our thought forms, we will really always see that if the body's feeling dense, the thoughts are bringing the vibratory levels of the body down. And if we are just feeling, feeling, joy 
the stillness of, of nature, all of a sudden the body speeds right up. Completely. Because right there, you're unpolarized and unmagnetized from the exponential world. And all the preoccupations within it. Wow. Thank you. This has been such profound uh, clarity, wisdom, and I know it, it'll assist all of us. And in a future podcast, we'll share more about developing a relationship with our unique creator presence, the, some of the how to be more intimate with this part of ourselves. And it kind of reminds me for a second, Michael, that, you know, you hear these stories, right? Like a dear one, they just got totally lost in a sunset for others, maybe reaching the top of a mountain and just gazing around. And the story goes is that in that moment between moments, in their words, they say they felt God, whatever that means to them. But if I'm going to break it down a little bit, they were in that state of their own presence without preoccupations, without attachments, and welcoming in the beauty of the whole universe and the embracement. Beautiful. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us. Please click subscribe. Check out William's website for more information if you desire. And we'll see you next time. Namaste. Namaste.